0: I want to know why I got arrested for getting your army back inside your own base. You're saying this in bear form? Oh, no, because remember I...
1: Oh, no, no, yeah, that's right. You're in gnome form. You're I'm in gnome... I'm form. A gnome I dropped right.
0: out of gnome form in order to light the door on fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, that's right. Now right. yeah, quickly we forget.
1: So, yeah, you know, all, all will be explained in a moment. Um, you know, the lady left a note for our, you know, our dwarven friend here.
0: The lady?
2: Uh, the
1: lady Shelby Hopperfield?
2: Oh, so she didn't feel the need to talk to us in person after she put all of us in prison? She said the note should explain everything.
3: But she left the note to the dwarf.
2: Correct.
1: With that, you know, the priest slides a scroll that is sealed with wax. Um, in it is a stamp that looks a little bit like the you know, the, the Haberfield coat of arms. You know, Stanton, you would recognize it. Places it in front of Thandor. I will crack the seal and open it up because I have great looking pants right now. So it says, Dear Thandor, I did not think to see you as soon as this, and uh, you presented an opportunity that I could not resist. Please tell Stanton that I am sorry for impersonating his wife, but uh, I needed a face that would be seen as friendly, and mine is not necessarily known as the greatest of all faces or even the most trustworthy. I hope that you uh, stay here and are stuck and imprisoned for the rest of your life. And uh, it is signed... Alton Anders.
0: I think we have a clue. Somebody better start explaining fast.
2: Yep. Tornado is going on.
0: So,
4: do you remember, Fezzik, why you got sent to walk along with me? I do. That that, that guy, well, it's him. He was acting like Mrs. Harbourkin. It wasn't really her. You know, that's all... The note says that he wishes that I was, but he wishes I stayed here for the rest of my life.
2: So he was here. We need to find out where he went because we need to catch that.
4: Well, he was, he was. Yeah, but I don't think he was Missus Haverfield
2: at the ranch. He was Missus Haverfield here, and they said she left. So we need to figure out where she, he, went because we need to catch him. That's why we're out here to start with. We need to clear your name.
4: Well, I'm not sure I need to anymore because I kind of have a confession here that he did it.
2: Yeah, but he didn't outright say. He just referenced things that could mean anything.
4: I think. I know what
2: it means. You know what it means.
3: I think it's I good enough think... to clear my good name.
2: I'm not too sure about that.
3: We look over to York. We look over to the York. Uh, priest to Wizards, the table what do you think of this
1: may i see the letter
3: will i get it back
1: of course it is addressed to you there's no reason we would not leave it in your possession
0: this is very important to me didn't leave the rest of our gear in our possession
1: that is in the other room
0: we'll get there we'll get we'll get we'll get there we'll get there
3: hold on Um,
1: she looks this over this is quite curious apparently i must apologize that we seem to have been duped
3: uh-huh.
1: And at this point, she signals Manny uh, over, whispers something to him, and he um, immediately exits the room. <laughs> if you'll follow me, I'll uh, take you to your possessions, and then I will take you to your friends. We'll see if we can get to the bottom of this.
0: Wait, a minute, wait, 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 wait. You mean Marcus and Tydeus aren't locked up also? Marcus is a member of this, of this grove, so why would- we... And Marcus's vouching for us didn't count for anything? Let us just- Or did he not vouch for us?
1: He did vouch for you, and in fact, you know, to the point where he had to be sent to do prayers in order to present his arguments more
3: calmly. All right, okay, got it.
2: All right, I'm starting to like this guy.
3: Uh... Do we have an idea how how this person masturbating as my wife left and when?
1: The letter was given to us last night. We were hit with some very powerful magic that uh, subdued you all. But as we were promised, apparently, it did leave you unharmed. But uh, I have not seen the lady since she gave me the letter. Can I have my letter back, please? Of course. Yeah, when she hands it back. Stanton,
4: Stanton, I have a question for
1: you.
3: Okay. How did, how did he get his seal? That's a great question. Uh, Let me examine it. Let me do an investigation. There you go. It looks pretty close to what I have, but it's not an exact copy, but there's just enough there that with smudge wax.
1: Yeah. What did you what did you get on your roll, George? 18, 18. Yeah, with an 18, you'd also know that it's different enough that uh, you know it's not yours but it is trenton's
3: mm. this is not your seal it's a family seal so my brother could have used it does that mean you can testify for me or you can testify for me when i try to get out of my conviction i can testify for your behavior so far today yes thank you but we we have we still have bigger fish to fry.
1: So at this point, uh, the, the high priest says to you, uh, please follow me this way. We will uh, go talk to the, uh, to, the, to the rest of your party as well as uh, leadership from the temple. And I believe
0: there were some other people that came in with you, including Omega. Boy, does Korn have a bad taste in his mouth over Omega.
1: You are shown to a room where your gear is laid
3: out. It also has been washed, you know, magically pressed and digitated. Describe ourselves putting our gear on and packing everything up and everything like this.
1: So uh, yeah, your, your stuff is all kind of laid out in uh, like separate lockers in this, uh, it, it looks like a storage room. your gears has a sachet of evergreen um, pine needles so that it, it smells pine fresh. Your friend is still in the backpack. You can see that uh, he seems a little bit nervous. And uh, you know, he kind of looks out at you like, is it OK to come out?
4: I take him out and let him smell the pine needles.
1: Takes one of the pine needles and drains some of the uh, liquid out of it, rejuvenating and
0: refreshing him. Warren, still fuming, points himself at Stanton, going, how long would somebody have to be here to earn their trust enough to arrest four people who are doing their best to help them? after we were told to help them, impersonating your wife?
3: That's a great question. And based upon the seal that sealed the letter up and everything else like this, again, belongs to my family. So somehow they've wormed their way into my family, my background, long enough to get settled here. If they're impersonating Shelby, who they know is a confident magic user on her own accord, they would take all the help they can get to hold this place and secure it. So,
1: yeah. And one of the things you know, George, is Omega has never met your wife.
3: Well, let's be honest. Omega's a bit of a jerk.
1: Yeah, you you would would have, probably would have kept him far away from your family and the few encounters you've had with him in the past. You know, he's a representative of his people. So the only way she was able to pass off is that nobody else knew her and that when she saw you the jig was up.
3: (laughs) Which would explain why we all got knocked out. Alton could have easily shown up as Shelby and with Shelby not being in contact with anybody, just come in as her done enough tricks to basically go, oh yeah, powerful magic user and Help defend the place as long as he could to make his escape. But again, what I'm bothered by more than anything else is that family seal. But on a scale of things, between of the known universe as we know it and figuring out a corruption of my family, and you have an idea of what the scale's like.
1: One of the things that Thandor and Fezzik know is that you do know that Alt has a lot of thief in him, as well as you know, you know, he was a wizard as well. Been going around collecting, you know, hidden magics in different places. Um, So you wouldn't necessarily be surprised to find him here. One of the things that you never quite figured out in all of your other encounters with him is, was he working on his own? Because he did seem to be collecting all of these, you know, magic components and things to kind of freelance, sell them to the highest bidder.
0: Which makes a certain amount of sense. Did that answer your question, Corin? He he will collect himself enough to know that he's not in trouble anymore. Um, okay, so so but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait 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 wait. He's a collector of magics. Yes. What is he doing at a grove?
3: Where else would you find magic? Where else would you find a large pool of magic waiting to be used? Or in this case actually being used to help defend the realm
0: so but wait a minute what did he take what did he walk away with
3: that's the next series of questions
1: yeah and even the priest you know says uh, there is no indication that uh, that uh, you know he or she has left yet uh, this place is sealed up tight being under siege
3: is there a way we can detect magic being used beyond detecting visibility
2: but he could look like anybody at this point very good questions uh Shall
1: we go and join the rest of the uh, the group? Wait, I
4: need to I need to whisper something to my friends before we go.
2: You might need to plug your ears if he's whispering.
1: Okay, I'll I'll you know, just, just stand over here.
4: All right. Since Alton can go ahead and shapeshift, I think we need to have a password or a code phrase so we know it's each other.
2: That's actually a really good idea. Okay. So what word do we want to use? I don't know. Maybe we should let Corin pick the word and telepathically tell all of us.
0: All right, I'm going to telepathically send to the group cinnamon bun. Okay.
4: Oh, I love them cinnamon buns. They're so good.
2: Great, Tornado. Great. All right, Corrin, pick a new word.
4: Poplar. not supposed to say that, am I? No. But I like that too. All
2: right. We've discussed our word. We have our word. Do not say it out loud. It is your emergency word.
3: I'll tell you what, Zandor. When the time comes and you want me to make one, just say make one of those, please. Okay. And I'll know what you mean.
1: You guys, get quiet again. The uh, the high priest, come. We will take you to your friends. You first are taken kind of up some stairs. You, know, you actually go up two levels. Eventually, you know, when you reach the top of of the second level. Um, you see that it opens up, and in front of you is the grove, and it's, you know, of evergreen trees that kind of in an oval, and there is a giant angel made out of, you know, evergreen wood, you know, and at the, at the end it stands about 30 feet high. There is a domed roof, which you are surprised nothing is coming through. Um, but uh, yeah, knowing and feeling the magic around you, anybody who's got uh, Arcana, even just a little bit, can feel that there's a massive power being used to, uh, you know, keep things out.
3: Is that statue new?
1: No, it, uh, it, it's, it, it 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 it's been here all along. Okay, just curious. Colonnade kind of goes all around the outside of it, um, so about. Uh, maybe a third of the way around. Um, she points you into kind of a, a larger uh, meeting space where there's several tables set out, and they kind of, you know, right now, are set you know, in kind of a rectangle. There's two longer tables with two shorter tables uh, across. It's anybody who wants to can roll into Perception.
3: Oh, definitely roll Perception.
0: 25. 19.
2: 11.
4: 16.
1: Okay, so yeah, any of you, um, you know, that rolled over a 15, you can see the statue inside the, you know, the sanctuary of the temple. Marcus seems to be, uh, praying and doing penance. I will get him along as soon as he is, is, is done and you know she ushers you into the room there's on one of the longer tables along the side there is a modest feast i guess is the best way to describe it you know you can tell that these people have been under siege but they have put you know there's dates and other fruits and things you know not a lot of meat um but uh um you know there is some chicken you know please you probably have not eaten for hours so far, the only other person in the room is Omega and he's got his feet up and he seems to be sleeping, kind of cocked back, you know, halfway in a chair.
3: And that's the perfect way to leave him. No. Oh, I'm totally not leaving he him like that. He
2: walks over and tips the chair.
3: Well, I'm going to make sure I'm nowhere near him when you tip the chair, even though...
0: Uh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, I want to use my uh reaction uh to seeing him sitting there uh and trigger my telekinetic reprisal and i want to do 2d8 damage to the chair
1: is it, uh, does it require an attack roll or is it just
0: no it's on uh the uh the target needs to make a strength saving throw of a dc 16
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure a chair would
0: fail that. So I I, I, I guess I can roll the damage if you want, but it, it, Yeah, yeah, roll, roll the damage. Nine, see if it actually breaks the chair. Nine damage to the back of the chair, like kind of forcing it down. So if it's leaning back, I'm going to hit the top so it slams down into the ground.
1: All right, you, you said nine damage. All right, let's see how many hit points this has on a one d all right? It had 10, so the chair, you know, you can see it creaks, and he he lets it drop behind him, <laughs> like, oh, 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 I, yeah, what is it? Yeah, where did you all come from?
4: The dungeon.
2: Wait, the chair didn't fall?
3: The chair did fall, but, you know, he didn't fall with it. It wasn't a spectacular crash we were hoping for, but just enough to wake him up.
0: As he was falling, he flapped his wings to regain his balance. We were one notch away from Corrin just doing create bonfire on the chair. I should have done that.
4: Is the high priest, is is the priest still with us, Dave?
0: Yeah, the priest is still with us.
1: Why are they out of their cells? I thought uh, the lady had said that they were criminals.
0: Corrin's going to walk face to face to Omega, like, you want to try putting me in the cell? Let's see, let's see how the conversation with the skeletal giant goes, Buster. So you are in
1: gnome form. Are you saying this to his chest? I At the moment, guess. yes.
0: Because <laughs> he, he is six foot tall. Okay. And? Corrin's going to respond by casting Polymorph on himself and turning himself into a woolly mammoth. <laughs> oh, I see you're very serious about this. All right, all right. What was your question again? Can't speak in mammoth form. The, the mammoth <laughs> was just... Dis- <laughs> Yeah. What was his question?
2: It was something about talking to the skeletal giant again. If you seem to think that we should have been prisoners.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think you should have been prisoners. I had been sent out there to get you, but suddenly, you know, you all come in. The lady says key word that uh, we had set up a- ahead of time in case something was amiss. And, you know, you all were carted off. And, uh, you know, Marcus, you could see out there, he defended you to the point of getting rude with his uh, superiors. And uh, well, you know, let us just say that I have no skin in the game, but uh, you know, I had no reason to disbelieve the lady.
3: That
4: was no lady. What was the code word? No, no. <laughs> what was the code word? Was it cinnamon buns?
2: What are you talking about, Tornado?
4: I want to know what their what their code word was.
2: So you guys need to up your protections because you let a traitor in. And I turn to corner and I hold my hand up like a high five. Like, way up.
0: Clap it with the trunk. So yeah, the code word is either take
1: them or- Yeah, it was- But, so that wasn't,
4: that wasn't a lady.
1: I'm confused. You Was that not Lady Haberfeld?
3: No, it was not.
1: Well, I guess, Stanton, you would know. If we weren't in a
0: prison cell. Okay, all right, Court. all right, all right.
1: If it makes you feel any better, the rest of us are trapped in here. An army of ghouls is now camped out at the front door, sealing us in.
4: But couldn't you just fly away from here?
1: I could, but it wouldn't necessarily get all of our orc friends or the te- you know, protect the temple. Yeah, you know, we can't get them to safety.
3: We have to protect the telephone.
1: Yes, that is why I came here. That is why I thought the lady came here. But, uh, you know, clearly, you know, something is more amiss than uh, I ever suspected.
4: I looked at the jailers and asked them who else is in the prisons?
1: Well, we captured some uh, scouts. For uh, the army that has come in, few of their advanced guards tried to spy their way in. Some of our magic users were able to detect the presence of uh, creatures attempting to slip in. But uh, there are also a few um, guards that disobeyed orders um, and, shall we say, are sleeping off a little bit of the sacramental wine. If we can, let us discuss the situation. Um, could you all bring Omega here up to speed on the, the note that was left with me
0: um, for you all? I was so hoping you were going to say, could you bring Omega over here? <gasps> <laughs> exactly. Just chunk around
4: him. Sir, I don't know. if We can trust him. It's up to you.
1: Yeah, trust who?
2: Omega.
3: I, I think for purposes of what we're trying to do here, we can trust him.
0: If I must, I would submit to a zone of truth. Corn's going to pipe into Fezzik's mind. If he can sit there and do zone of truth and do a lie detector on us, why the heck were we knocked out and thrown in a prison cell?
2: Good point. By the way, can I just say that I picture Corrin right now as a huge cephalopagus and not wooly mammoth, per se. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> I just picture that big old mouth hanging open.
0: <laughs> so
4: tell me, is is Omega yellow by chance, or is he a white owl?
1: Well, you know, I guess he is like white and brown, so it would probably make some of his areas yellowish.
4: Because <laughs> if he was a yellowish owl, that would be awesome.
3: As we go through all this, I basically give the recap of what transpired in terms of the note and everything else like this, and pointing out that based upon this information that somebody came in was able to impersonate and pretend they were my wife with the ability to seal a document with a family crest that belongs in this case to my brother Trent but as close examination what little they would know it would pass um, and Having enough magic skills to fake his way through this and help support your defenses to a point where, by seeing us, he found the way to escape and realized he had to escape then and there. But that being said, your priestess here indicates that everything is locked down. So Alton is somewhere amongst us. So we need to help figure to detect that wild magic and detect invisibility to figure out who he may be masquerading as right now.
1: Yeah. And actually, roll um, insight, Stanton.
3: Roll insight. 15.
1: Yeah. So with the, your fifth, you know, mentioned invisibility, but disguise self or um, alter self also could be at work here. Um, so, yeah, there are many different forms of magic to be looking for. Um, and of course, this place is just pulsating with, with magic because there's all kinds of different magic users um, oh. here. And in fact, you know, there's, you know, I, I believe everybody in the room has a little bit of it. So you know, after you know the, the 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 conversation kind of moves into a lull, Marcus uh, finally comes in. I'm glad to see you free, my friend. Don't believe that that uh, woman was your wife, Stanton, as she claimed.
3: She is not. I,
1: I had met her once in passing. You know, while she and I did not speak much, um, you know, uh, she she had been kind, and that it was not the person that I remembered. And, you know, I could not convince them that she had been here for you know, nearly a week and uh, had helped defend the, the place, uh, you know, quite uh, vigorously. So, uh, but I'm glad to see that this mix-up has uh, been uh, corrected.
3: We are grateful for <clears throat> you coming to our aid and our defense. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, you know, may, may we all pray for Sansor and George's blessings upon us all as we try to figure out how to defend this place as well as possibly how to get out. It, it appears uh, that uh, once you've eaten, we're waiting uh, a little bit of more information. So uh, you know, I, I would welcome you to come and, and visit the temple in your downtime as we wait for more information. But first, eat and uh, let us catch up. Uh, Brother Corrin, can I get you anything?
0: Corrin is going to take a deep breath and release Polymorph. And in his frustration, just kind of wants to be alone. He's going to walk over to the temple away from away from the meal and just go sit by the statue. Okay. so are you going to sit looking at it or sit with your back to it? with my back to it leaning up against it
1: okay so you know one of the things that it's amazingly quiet here in the center you would think that with all the you know the, the people that you've seen in the in the hallways you know in the colonnade um, that you would hear more voices but it, it seems to kind of have almost a naturally soundproofed um, sense to the center of it um, you do see in the center that there is an altar you know much like you've seen in the other temples. Um, But uh, for the most part, it's a very quiet and calming place. Pretty much the only sound that you may hear is, you know, the ambient noise of like uh, birds coming down through the magic
0: barrier uh, above. Boren is going to try and meditate to kind of regain his control.
1: Okay, yeah, why don't you roll a performance check on that? And then describe to us what you do that either succeeds or fails.
0: (laughs) That is my negative two stat, you realize, right? Um, eleven. So,
1: okay, yeah. With eleven, you're able to calm yourself enough that you you know, find some peace in this moment. Um, you know, how do you, you know, how do you calm yourself, and uh, you know, what what uh, what helps you get into that calm place?
0: He's just kind of sitting by the statue, rocking, singing songs that he used to sing in the grove, just kind of listening to the quiet, listening to the birds. That's about it. Okay. I mean, it, it, he tries it. He tries to. It, push out the rest of the world.
1: Uh, Let's see, roll me a percentile. 14. Yeah, so with your 14, uh, one of the things that uh, you see kind of pulls you out of your meditation and you feel as it lands, um, a bird land about two or three feet from you.
0: Can I tell what type of bird it is by the landing? Like raptor or sparrow? Or...
1: Yeah, it's it's fairly small. You would think that it's uh, probably a robin or a blue jay sized bird.
0: Okay. Um, all right. He's gonna just listen to it scratching around on the ground, um, just kind of feel as it walks through the area, pecking for whatever it's searching for. He's going to he's going to be ignoring everything else around him. So
1: yeah, it's as almost as if the rest of the world drops away. You feel it flit around like it's looking for food. It seems to be kind of ignoring your presence um, as if it doesn't consider you to be a threat. Eventually, it flies over, and uh, there's a little pool of uh, water on the uh, altar. It uh, it takes a quick drink from that. It's within 30 feet of you, so you can feel the vibrations from it doing that. And you can hear you know, the splashing sound
0: as the beat, beat goes down into the water.
1: But then it eventually you know, flutters down and lands
0: next to you again. I'm going to my hand to it. Okay, yeah, it uh, lets you pet it. He's just sitting there. The only thing he can think about is just the bird and him doing his best to forget that he was in prison, not 20 minutes ago. Well, it's it's less that he was in prison, I should say, and more that he was falsely accused after he risked his life to save as many of them as he could.
1: You know, one of the things that uh, you start to realize is that, uh, you know, you have free access to the temple. The other temples you've kind of been rushed into and out of because of need. But, you know, this one, you have, you know, what
0: feels like unencumbered time to explore while other people chase the uh, answers. Can I reach out to the tower through like a nature sense or something to feel like the power of the grove before it got corrupted. Because I he has yet to feel that.
1: Yeah, I guess go ahead and roll me an Arcana add advantage, and uh, you know describe for me kind of what it is that you're you're doing with this outreach, and you know what you're looking for.
0: Um, Thirteen. Uh, he is extending whatever senses he has into the power of the statue, the intent behind it, the direction it wants to go, or what it what it's doing, what it's sealing.
1: And you begin to feel that it's much like other domes that you felt that were magical, that this dome is meant to keep things out. It won't necessarily keep anyone who's inside it from leaving, barrier that
0: would push against anything trying to come down does the statue itself feel any different than the other two statues like i'm thinking the the other two statues radiated this like minimal nature power and aura that had been drained away by talgon so what he's trying to feel is what does a statue feel like when it hasn't been drained by talgon
1: okay so are you
0: actually going to go up and touch it or are you going to try to sense it from where you're at Okay. No, I think I think Corn will just walk right to it.
1: Yep. So go wash your hands on it and roll an Arcana. Twenty. So with your twenty, yeah, you you feel that just this huge wellspring. It's interesting because it's you would think that you know the power would flow up through the statue, but you know the more interesting thing is it seems to be coming up from below into it as if it's connected to a root system. That as you're you know touching it, you can kind of feel that move out through the mountain and then back out the front uh, where you all came in, into the forest. Like a ley line? Magic derived from the you know, the the root system of, of the trees and life within the area.
0: That Warren set fire to. Um, he apologizes when he feels that the, the direction of the power goes back out towards the forest he set the fire in. Um, and just kind of he goes. He swings from being truly angry and upset about being arrested and detained to, you know what? Actually, there is a good reason for me to have been arrested and detained. I just burned this entire forest, and just kind of has this huge emotional swing the other way.
1: Okay. Yeah. Roll. Roll perception for me, real quick. As you, you know, you continue to have your hands laying on the statue.
0: Twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, with your 27, you feel some of that energy that's being pulled up through the root system flow into you and you suddenly feel refreshed. You know, the refreshness that you get after you've had that you know, that knockdown, drag-out fight with the person, where it's like you both said things that that uh, were wrong um, and that, that you know, you've you apologized and that you both you know, have known and grown a little bit closer to each other. Um, that, that kind of flows into you.
0: I will... Thank it, and then just sit with the statue, and just kind of bask in its strength and power.
1: Fezzik, what are you doing while this is happening?
2: So, um, Fezzik scuffs his feet a little bit, rubs his hands on his pants, takes a big old deep breath, and walks up to Marcus, and puts his hand up, and says, thank you for defending us.
1: And Marcus reaches down, takes your hand, you know, I assume you're sh- you want to shake? Yes. We all must earn the trust of each other, my friend. And based on the little I know of your past, uh, it is understandable that it took more to to trust me. And uh, I hope that we can continue to grow closer and uh, defend this world together.
2: Well, thank you. I I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Don't know if you noticed, they have mango over on the table.
2: (laughs) Thank you, but I'm not hungry right now. Excellent.
1: Is corn all right?
2: He just needs time. Just be patient.
1: I know this has been r- rough on all of us. It angered me quite a bit that we are trying to earn the trust back and that uh, that I understand that they had built a relationship with this person that was pretending to be Stanton's wife, but it was not right for them to take you all prisoner before hearing your side of it.
2: Well, Corin's young. He angers easily. It's okay. He'll be fine, I promise.
1: Did you meet my brother Manny while you were down there?
2: Oh, is that your brother?
1: Yes. Yeah, he is my younger brother
2: by a lot.
1: My my parents had a child here about fifteen years after I was born, and uh, that was.
2: Corin got a real up close look of him.
1: Hopefully, he wasn't too rude. You know, he does try to act the part of God.
2: No, he was actually very polite.
1: Yes, well, unfortunately, yes, he gets that from our father. We're all a little bit, you know, overly polite. Well, the rest of us became priests. Man, he decided to go a different way.
2: He's, he's doing a good job. Be proud of him. He's doing a good job.
1: Oh, I am proud of him. Yeah. uh yeah, yeah. In his spare time, teaches prisoners to read.
2: Wow. That's, that's. Surprising and great, I think.
1: Yes, it, it's fantastic. You know, the more orcs that we can educate, the uh, you know, the the, the, you know, the more we can grow closer to other peoples.
2: I think that's a that's a great thing that he's working toward.
1: Yes, he uh, also you know can can cook up some really good grilled chicken.
2: I'll keep that in mind. I take a step back because I'm gonna head over towards Korin while I'm walking that way, I pull a couple little scrap pieces of metal and nuts and bolts and stuff out of my pocket. And I'm gonna sit down on the other side of the angel, just near him, not talk to him, just near him, just to be there and tinker with the things in my hands.
1: Yeah, so while you're heading over, you do see him approach you know, the the angel and put his hands on it. Um, I guess if you want, you can roll, uh, insight to see if you, uh, you know, take any conclusions away from what you see as you kind of see, you know, see him, you know, almost visibly, you know, uh, relax a little bit more as he and the tree interact. 22. So yeah, you, you know, it almost to you appears, you know, uh, that, uh, you know that, that that moment where he starts to relax as if power is flowing out of the tree into into him and that you know the, the, this grove unlike the others that you have visited is still fully functional um and uh, the power is you know uh, you know protecting this area um and you know that feels good and right yeah, especially as you see it uh, you know Provide a little emotional healing for for uh, you know uh, Corrin as he um, you know deals with the, you know, the various emotions he was dealing with.
2: So as I see that, I just have this like smile, like oh look, he's like he's figuring it out, you know. Corrin's growing up, my little buddy.
3: Indeed, hey.
1: Vandor, <laughs> what are you doing while this is going on?
3: these mangoes are amazing yeah give uh, some for everyone else
1: yeah Omega is like if you like the mangoes you really 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 must try the pine nut salad these mangoes are amazing Stanton, how about you what are you doing I'm sure you've got a lot of questions
3: of course being a halfling I've missed breakfast second breakfast lunch after lunch and so forth so I am restocking so to speak Uh admiring the cooking techniques and coming up with ideas for as we get ready to you know hit the trail again and so forth but in one sense I'm letting all these things I'm hearing percolate in the back of my mind again it's the you know how did someone get a hold of you know how, how is someone able to masquerade as Shelby and get into yeah. uh, get in and basically manipulate the scene of course knowing enough magic they could fake their way through, and I'm sure if they took a long look at what this person said they were doing to help defend the place, you're gonna find it probably wasn't as effective as you think they would want it to be. Uh, I'm more bothered by the fact that they got a hold of what appears to be Trenton's ring, or Trenton's seal, that would seal the letter. So, you know, a more paranoid person basically that Trenton is somehow involved deeply in this process you know, it's clearly something is not quite right. And that concerns him more. And of course, may, makes him think about his family, everything else it is. He knows his wife is going to keep an eye on him, take care of them. But the fact again, if she's pulled in to help out, it means that the end times are probably nearer than we think. Um, but that being, said, that being said, these dates are exceptional. And he's absolutely right about the mangas.
1: So go ahead and roll a history check for me, George.
3: As a historian by training, in fact I have a character rolling a zero in history it annoys the hell out of me. Nine.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, with a nine, even with a nine, you'd remember this. That One of the things that tickled at your brain, because you only saw her for, you know, a few seconds, um, is that this was a younger version of your wife. You know, not by much, but probably back before Anton was born. So the, this would have been probably 10 to 15 years ago, yeah, probably closer to 15. So even though you are a little bit more long-lived, it's, you know, the, the, the differences were subtle, but, you know, you as her husband would have noticed.
3: And of course, you know, one of your thoughts again is that was a pretty powerful spell that knocked us out. So once we get close to Alden take care of him, he's not exactly without defenses.
1: So, yeah, they're quite formidable. And in fact, you know, have been able to frame Thandor on several
3: occasions. Yeah. You know, so basically I'm collecting my thoughts. What I'm going to do is I'm also going to collect the plate to take over the corn, and I will join the others at the statue, and I will simply hand corn the plate. And what he does with it is really up to him. He can even flip it over and throw it in the air with this point. Yeah, you know, he just needs to know that, you know, we do care about him. We're worried about him.
1: Yeah, are well, you going to take him some of the mango juice, too?
3: Oh, it's in the lefty, Eddie, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'm not doing a pine nut salad thing, that's just, that. that's just, you know, that's like kale.
1: So let's pick up there next time.